Welcome to In The Field Radio, 91.3 FM, WVKR, Poughkeepsie Independent Radio. I'm Erin Boogie here with Miss Lady D. We got some Harry Potter and the Deathly Hollows in the background. Have you seen these movies? Oh, yeah, no, they're good. Definitely check it out. <laughs> they're wizards. They're children wizards. They're about to defeat the Dark Lord. Spoiler alert. If you watch the story, it would make sense. You know what I want to talk about, though? Not Harry Potter. I definitely want to talk about that New York City rapper meme that you posted because we got some feedback on it. But I thought it was actually a really good topic. I know the meme was making fun of it, but. And you know what? I what's your opinion on it? Um I mean I feel like there's a lot of people that don't see eye to eye on this one. It was fun though. I definitely thought it was funny. I felt like there was a well and but I feel like I feel like I don't Someone, one of the uh, responses said pointed to Griselda, but I feel like Griselda is the exception to the rule. They're not the rule, right? But right now, it's like you either want to sound like Pop Smoke or a boogie. Yeah, and I guess by a boogie they mean Mariah. Yes. Is that what they mean? Yeah, but I think I think people are trying to copy a boogie's path. I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing, right? I, I I don't know when when I saw the meme, I was immediately like, "Haha, that's so true." And then I was thinking like deeper about it, which is why I wanted to bring it up here on the show and get more outside feedback. That New York really just kind of hasn't had their own identity in a long time. Like hip hop started here, and we carried it for a while, but down south is really hitting. Yes. The new Brooklyn. Yeah. It's going to it's definitely going to be interesting to to see the evolution of New York hip hop. I feel like it's been a while since it's had its own identity or been at the forefront of hip hop, but there's nothing saying that it can't get back to where it was. And not that the sound has to get back to where it was. Just the creativity has to get back to where it was. Well, New York is known for like that boom bap rugged. But but it's also, I think, New York. It's really hard to get on in New York. And there's so much competition. And it's not as community friendly. And so people go to the South for that sense of community and there's just a different sound coming out of the South. So to people get, getting on in the South tend to sound, they have a different sound 
then what's up here then what's out west then you know what i mean like each region has its own sound and that's just really what it is got to get on everywhere else before new york will mess with you facts well we feel we also i think we also feel like oh like we have a sense of ownership of hip-hop like it started here it's ours and that's just what it is (laughs) correct me if i'm wrong Who are you feeling out of New York right now? Yeah. That says it all. (laughs) You know what we're going to do? We're going to kick it to some music. We're going to think about this. And then we're going to get into the interview with New York rapper Wavy Wild Boy. Which I don't think is a bad thing. We'll think about it and then we'll come back with it. Welcome back to In The Field Radio. I'm Erin Boogie. I'm here with Miss Lady D. Hey, what's going on? And we got Wavy Wild Boy in the building. What's up? What's up? What's up? How are you doing? I'm great. I'm great. How y'all doing? What was that, Deb? <laughs> I wanted to be a little corny because, um, I mean, we're recording in advance, so y'all are going to hear this on Monday, but it's actually Wednesday. So I was in my car at work like, oh, cute, wavy Wednesday. Oh, that is cute. Yeah, that's actually what I've been doing, actually. I've been dropping singles every Wednesday, um, calling it wavy Wednesdays. And that's what it's been for. But it just so happened the way. I recall. Huh? (laughs) No, I said I recall. That's why I was like, oh. Oh, word, word, word. Yeah, but it just so happens that all my interviews just happen to fall on wavy Wednesdays. So it's like... I guess I just be working on the tape. It's a sign. <laughs> yeah. It's a sign. It's a sign to stop releasing them and just release the tape. But the tape is coming soon. All right, we're gonna get into that. But let's start from your beginnings. Where did where did you come from? Uh, originally, I'm from Crown Heights, Brooklyn, New York. Um, I moved up here when I was younger, like at 12, 13. And what was a young wavy wild boy like growing up? Too young wavy wild boy. I was I was wild. I was I was extremely wild. Um, that's where the nickname came from. I used to hang out with um, a group of, a group of dudes. We used to hang out and party all the time. Like just just go to parties and make stuff like super lit. So we were the wavy boys. And out of the wavy boys, like whenever stuff like we like when like stuff would hit the fan, I would like always like just, just go nuts on everybody. So they like dang that boy's wild. So that's where the name came from. Originally, yes. Originally, so then what? And then what ended up happening was my best friend died. Like it was just out of out of the wavy boys, I was wild boy. Like there wasn't wavy wild boy, but my best friend that like started the whole thing, he died in 2014, and I used to go by Luda. I think I think I I met you when I was I was going by Luda, right? I don't think so. I think I only knew you as Wavy. That's crazy. When I feel did you like start I going by Wavy Wild Boy? 20, 20, what was it, 2017? No, then maybe I did meet you as Luda, because I think I met you the year before that. No, no, 2016, I just came came back here. I was in the military. Okay. 
Yeah, I just came home in 2016. Yeah, so then I must have met you in 2017. So I must have met you as Wavy Wild Boy then. Okay. Yeah. So this is recent military service because I saw that, you know, Marine Corps thing. You know, hoorah. (laughs) Are you Uh, into the whole, like, Air Force versus Marines thing right now? We always got to do it. Oh, no. Tell me. Don't tell me. (laughs) Somebody here in the chat. Yeah, I'm in the Air Force. Oh, he said the Cheer Force? No, 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 I said it. Hold up. Listen. Oh, my goodness. I heard it. It was a connection. The connection was off. That was all. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I said the Air Force. Nah, um, honestly, I serve. I serve with um all branches. You know, I've I've toured with the Navy, Army, and the Air Force. I met some elite people in the Air Force. Actually, like super elite. Thank you for your service. Thank you. Thank you for your support. Now, <laughs> so wait. Okay. <laughs> so let's talk about you doing music. When did you start doing music? Um, and who inspires you? All right. Um, well, so it's crazy. I always wished I could. Like, I, I, I like to sing and stuff like that. I lo- always like to sing. I was in the church choir. I was in, in school choir, chorus or whatever I can call it, and band class. So I was always musically inclined. Um, but then, like, my brother, uh, that's who it was. My brother and his friends, they used to freestyle rap at, battle each other. And they were good, like they off the top of their head just just, just spat at each other. Mm-hmm. I used to get tight that I couldn't do it. But then one day they actually came at me, so I'm like, I have to do it. And I and I didn't have nothing to say. So I was like, so I kinda went in the room. I wrote for like three days straight. And when I came back ready to go, I was like, Yeah, it's a rap battle, y'all. They were like, nah, we don't want to do that right now. I'm like, uh-huh. yo, see, y'all mean to tell me I sat here and wrote all this for nothing? I was tight. <laughs> But then I started showing everybody, like, nah, this is what I was going to hit them with. And everybody was like, yo, that's kind of fire, bro. Like, like, you wrote that? I was like, yeah, I wrote that. They was like, all right. Like, you should keep going with that. And I'm like, eventually, we was like, you know, every now and then I'll, I'll write a little something, something, get back to it. And then I just, I started getting good at it. And then it just, it became like something I was doing every day. Like, instead of like going out and playing with my friends or, or, or getting in trouble, I be sitting there writing music, come up with new stuff all the time. And then I got to do my, my first um my first show. The video's still out on YouTube. I just saw it the other day. I performed at BOCES. I went to a career tech school and, and they had a talent mm-hmm. show. So all the schools were there. All the schools were there. And this was like my chance. They were like, yo, bro, you be rapping and you be singing. Like this is your chance to like get your name out there to let people know you be doing that. So I'm like, alright, you know what? Why not? So I signed up. I tried to play it off like I wasn't nervous, but in the video, you can clearly see I was nervous. <laughs> but they said I had the best performance that day, so. Dope. Yeah. Did you have as much energy back then performing as you do now? Because you're kind of known in the area for your energetic performances. That's a great question. You know, that's, that is where I took my hat off to myself. I patted myself on the back and everything. Like Watching the energy back then, Till now is wild. It's it's so day and night. Like y'all know, I mean, you know my about my energy on stage now. You can't keep me still. I, I ain't gonna lie, I, I took a lot of my energy on stage. 
I got a lot of that from uh, working closely with Spartacus. Shout out my guy Spartacus. Shout out Spartacus. Uh, when, I mean, he ain't louder than me, but. <laughs> <laughs> oh, facts, facts, facts. Yeah, we had a little thing um, going on at uh, Newberg Illuminated, and I was just louder than him, and that was just that. Yeah, he was trying to hand out stuff right next to us, trying to hand out stuff, and we was just taking over the crowd. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. It's always in competition. So, like, that, but that's that, that competitive mindset that he had, it, it made my energy on stage be that much more different because, like, me and him, we would rehearse, like, and he would, like, push me to rehearse. Like, yo, meet me here. Meet me at the studio. We're going to your crib. We're going to my crib. Like we rehearsed, we rehearsing for this. Like it don't matter. He like yo, we renting out this place and rehearsing. Like we rehearsed, and to the point where like we figured out, like we figure out different ways. Like he'll sit in the crowd, or I'll sit in the crowd, and we'll give each other pointers. Like nah, you should do that more and do that more on stage. Like it, it's literally like a science behind it to us for us. That's really good and impressive. Thank you, thank you. I hope yeah. people take notes about that. It's funny that you mention uh your growth and that you can see it because you know, I'm not the best at following every single thing people are doing all the time. But I go and, you know, refresh myself on what you're doing and look at your social media and even just there from the time let me see, from the time Zudi came out, or probably right before that, from then on social media was just different. Your pictures look different. It's only high quality yeah. stuff on there. Like what you do, like you just all the a switch went off and it stepped up in the marketing. And then I see the wavy media page or whatever step up in the marketing. There's the link tree and everything. I was like, oh okay, what's going on here? I'm glad you said that though. So uh, wavy media came before wavy wild boys page came back on Instagram. So. I was still making music low-key. I had lost my Instagram. Nobody like Well, people knew because people hit me up saying I blocked them. I ain't blocked nobody. <laughs> so I deleted them. Like, nah, I lost my Instagram. So I had to, you know, create Wavy Media as in because I was just building the studio up and I was just trying to get the studio and, and get my money up and everything like that. So then I started doing everything with the photography and the video videography and the editing and everything. We got the label making. And it was my business partners that got me doing all that craziness, like just got me on go. Like, and they eventually, like we once again had to structure everything. And they, I don't got it in here. I got it out there. I, I literally had to get like a calendar book and everything. And they were like, "Look, you're gonna do this on these dates." Like, there's, there's definitely a team behind me right now. I'm not doing everything alone. That's definitely been motivating me and keeping me going. I, I uh, recently. Came under new management. Shout out, uh, shout out the management. Shout out ER management um, that I'm now a uh, client of, under. They definitely pushed me to do a lot more different stuff. Like you said, like like Zooted 2, by the way. Zooted was the first song I actually engineered by myself. Stop playing. Swear to God. <laughs> I mean, I know we joke about how beats save a lot of records, but... I will say, the only thing I will say is I was listening to it and I was like, I want to hear him louder. That was it. But everything was great. And I was like, right. but it was good. It's because what you were saying was good. I was like, I wish that he was louder than this beat right now. That was the that's first weird. song I ever engineered. It was literally, I locked myself in here and I was like, I'm going to learn this shit, this stuff, you know? So I, I went on YouTube 
university and I locked in for about a month working on that song. And that was the first song I would say that I perfected, I guess. But, you know, clearly there's still, it still needs more work. So um, there is a remix coming out to Zooted. Um, the remix has an artist from my favorite record label on it, which is uh, Billion Dollar Baby Entertainment. So it definitely, uh, it definitely got featured from one of them, man. We waiting, we waiting for that one. We waiting, the, the marketing behind that is gonna be crazy. It's crazy. Wow. Like, I, I support that message. Oh, I wanna know. <laughs> I was getting a video. Gonna say an eight four five person. I was like, ooh. I was like, who is on the remix? I was like, oh no. <laughs> it was the collective <laughs> breath. Well, I wanna yeah, know. I like, uh, <laughs> are we getting a video? Yes, we're definitely getting a video. The video, the video that we get in, give y'all insight. The video that we are getting is for the remix, but the video won't come out until after the album. And when's that dropping? There's hints all over my page. <laughs> yeah, there's hints. There's definitely hints in it. You just gotta like pay attention. I started. I like when just she she pointed it out. She said once Zuda dropped, that's when things started stepping it up a notch. Mm -hmm. So through those steps, I was shouting it out that my album is dropping on certain dates. <gasps> what can we, what kind of vibe can we expect from the album? Vibe. I like to say my artistry is never one direct vibe. You know what I'm saying? Like I never like to go in one direction because music, I, I feel like shouldn't have a direction. I feel like it should come from within whatever you're feeling. So. I got records on there about, you know, heartbreak. I got records on there about stuff that really happens. Like, like you know, me getting robbed, uh, my whole studio getting robbed. Like, the whole studio, my whole studio equipment got robbed over the summer, yo. Like, I remember it, seeing you post about that. That is wild to me. Yeah, but I didn't post about it, but the, the, all my all my stuff came back in twenty less than 24 hours. Thank God. Yeah, no, nah, no, nah, we don't play that over here in Wavy Media 45, mm -hmm. so. Yeah, for real. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the, the proper the proper actions was taken. I was like, "Yo, I can't even imagine." So you just like came in the studio and everything was gone. It was weird. So like, <laughs> yeah. So I walked in here, right? I walked in here, and I had picked up, I think, like a lighter or something. Walked right out. Didn't say nothing. Oh wait, and the chair was on the ground. So I'm like, Dude. I think like, my was I drunk or something? I would have picked up the chair, walked back out, nothing. I started thinking for a second. I'm like, wait a minute. Let me record something today. Today, today I need to lock in the stove. I walk in, and the first thing I noticed, my speakers was missing. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I was like, nah. And I look over, my mic's not there. I was like, nah. Interface. <laughs> I, I, I screamed. I screamed. Ah! <laughs> my friend was over. She's like, what the hell's going on? I'm like, oh! I call my business. I call my business partner up. I said, "Get your ass down here right now!" Yeah. Oh, I was mad. I was so mad. He's like, "What's going on, bro?" He came over. He said, "He was like, all right, what are we gonna do about it?" And then you know, I formulated a plan real quick, and then we got that stuff back. And then, I, and then, literally, as soon as I got it back, I set it back up and wrote a record about it. You knew who did it? Yeah. Oh, that's even worse. First thing, first thing, first about any business. First things you need to do is because you're investing in your business, you need to invest in cameras. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> so 
so you had to- it's all on the camera like <laughs> the craziest part about the whole thing i was here when it happened uh, yep. and you had no idea it's soundproof in here so oh, they was no. just coming in and out taking your stuff and you were just chilling Shout. <laughs> no. okay that's nah. a little funny that's a little <laughs> tiny bit funny but uh, <laughs> yo i would feel so violated <laughs> instead of violated I felt more concerned because it's like, for those that know me on that personal level, walking into my house is not the best thing to do or willy nilly. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's not, that's not your go-to plan. There's banks that should be robbed before you come to my house. So I want to talk a little bit too about, you started out with the battle rap, but then you realized that you preferred to write songs. So what led to that realization that you were a songwriter and not just a battle rapper? There was a song I wrote back in the day, MySpace days. It was on a lot of people's MySpace. We had a rock band mic with a, a sock <laughs> over it. And we were recording like that off of Audacity. We made this song called I Gave My Heart. It was me and two other dudes. I sang the hook because like they had, I, I didn't really know too much about song structure they told me it needs a chorus and I was like well I know songs with choruses so like I can do something like that so I wrote a chorus for it and then like we all had our own little verses on it and then like that just became like because of how well that song did that song got got us our first like group performance in a club I don't know how but it did <laughs> um <laughs> I just figured that that's how music should go. And then, like, structure really, like, gets to me now. When I, like, uh, you know, I do run the studio. So now when I do hear artists coming here with, without the structure of actually, like, knowing how to, like, break down a song, it bothers me. And me being somebody that never was given the guidance, really, and I kind of just had to watch and figure it out. I don't want nobody to figure out the wrong thing already because they're already in the studio now. They're already paying the money. So it's like you figuring it out after you pay the money. Like, nah, you should figure out something at least at that point. So I try and help out a lot of the younger artists as well, too, uh, with song structuring, finding melodies, doing stuff like that. What was I going to say? Oh, if you could collab with anyone who, like, what would your dream collab be? The Baby. Oh, yes. I think that would be perfect for you. It would be either The Baby or Raw Wave. Do Raw Wave. Oh, because you a singing guy. He is singing mm -hmm. guy. I think those are two really good options. I think they should both holler at you. Right? That's what <laughs> I think, too. If y'all listening. We kinda, me and the baby kind of in contact. I like to say, you know what I'm saying? Now, we're not in contact, but I'm in, I'm in contact with his artists, so a couple of them. Right. So that's close enough. That's yeah. how it goes. Six degrees of separation. Yeah. Right now, right now. That's the way we're working at it right now. So that's why I said... Stay tuned for that remix. Stay tuned for that remix. Well, you're going to send it to us when it's about to drop, so that way we could premiere it. Of course, of course. The marketing scheme behind that, though, is just... I, I, my team, it's my team. I'm telling you, my team, yo, like, they, they fire. They definitely know what they're doing with that. I'm so happy about this. Need a village, Yeah, man. I was like, it takes a bit. listening to it. I was yes. like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait till you hear the. I ain't gonna lie, homie. Homie almost left me on the remix though. When he said they see me in public, they screaming like Jodeci. I was like, Jesus. <laughs> well, who are you? Who are you listening to now? What are your go-to artists? I mean, 
the baby and raw wave. Like them. <laughs> Honestly, I like to listen to a lot of local music. Um, like who? Blue Strip Pablo. Uh, Spartacus just dropped that song, Fake Love. That's, that was pretty fire. That boy, Tone is fire. He dropped the tape, too. Uh, what's his name? Remy Hendrix. Remy Hendrix dropped the tape, too. It's fire. I'm still bumping that. Naija Chanel is always fire. Yeah, that's always ear. That's always ear music right there. That's always good stuff. Yeezy, Yeezy Baby. He low-key right now, but he coming out there. And uh, Drone, Drone 420, he, he got a voice on him. I got a couple records with him. You did show a whole lot of local love on what you dropped in 2019. Yeah, oh, facts, facts. You know, yeah. I heard Zoo did, and I was like, all right now, like, everybody cannot come with him. No, no. <laughs> uh, no, 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 no. He left them all in 2019. Uh, yeah, I was like, all right now. He did it with y'all now. <laughs> nah, now the, um, the features that I'm, I'm stepping out with now, they're a little bit out of this area. We love local though, but you know. Uh, yeah, definitely, definitely. I got records. I got records with people in North. A couple artists in North Carolina. My boy uh, King Eagle. Shout out him in Tennessee. Me and him working heavy. Yeah. And then I, I got oh 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 oh. Uh, shout out my guy. Let me see. I got his email right here. Pizzy Piz. He's a um an artist from the UK that I'm working with right now. Ooh. UK heavy right now. Yeah, that uh, shot. That that was also um due to like I did um a couple of other interviews I did with ninety eight point five radio um and Shabazz OG. I just recently did an interview with them too, and that definitely boosted my following out there from the UK and got them people a lot more in tune with me. So we've been talking uh, late April. You know, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna start going out and doing shows. We're talking about a tour possibly June, July ish. Hopefully, COVID allows. I'm over COVID. Um, what are some goals that you have for yourself at this stage in your career? Definitely want to grab more of my crowd uh, this year. I definitely want to grab more of a crowd than just the 845. I definitely want to branch out a lot more global as we were just speaking. That's like the main, main goal is to go global. I need I need to be in everybody's face. That's why I even say like, like this isn't my first interview. Like, this is like my like 16th like this month. Because I need to be in everybody's face. Everybody needs to know what's up. Wavy Wild Boy is doing something. Facts. And what can we expect next? I might drop like one more single before the tape. One or two more singles before the tape. And my management, he said that my manager said he wants um, the video for Angels by the end of this month. So we we trying to get on that right now with the with the storyline behind that. It's gonna touch. It's gonna touch the in the fields. Pulling on them heartstrings. Yeah, definitely. That one, that one. Even when it, when it was pitched to me, when the idea was pitched to me, I had already been thinking about it. But I was like, do I really want to go there like that? And then he pitched it to me. I was like, I was like, bro, I was thinking about it, but I didn't think that. He, I thought you would have shot me down on that. <laughs> so it's, it's definitely one. Oh no! It's definitely one for the books. And shout out your socials and let everybody know where they can find you. At Wavy Wild Boy. On Instagram at Wavy Media eight four five as well too. On on Facebook it's like Wavy Luderot, uh, but nobody need to worry about Facebook too much right now. It's, it's not under construction. Uh, but yeah, that's it. And then YouTube, make sure you run up the subscriptions on YouTube. Run those up. Throw me on the Spotify. Everything I'm on all platforms too. Wavy Wild Boys right there. Yeah, he on my Apple Music right now. Hey hey hey. I love the support. I love it. And I don't have any other questions for you, Deb. You have anything? Can we come to the Zooted video shoot? Of course. That's a good one.
actually. <laughs> yeah. It's in North Carolina. I'm gonna come. I travels. Let's go. Anything else that you That's want our it. listeners to know? Um, shake something on the way. Zooted angels out on all platforms and message the baby mama. Um, also out on YouTube and coming to all platforms. Make sure y'all tune in with message the baby mama. Like that's the message that I need to get across the world right now with my situation I'm going through. So that song right yeah, now. Yeah, I heard that. That was really sad. And that um, song right now has been on my playlist like top right now. Like. And it's my song, so, like, it's crazy. So, like, just hearing it, it doesn't even feel like it's from me. It feels like somebody, it's, like, out of me, talking to me. Like, damn, that's crazy you going through that. Yeah. It's crazy because my sister's, like, she's kind of going through that with her baby dad. And it's, like, weird to see it happen to a woman, too. So. Ooh, yeah. Either way, yo, just using the kids as pawns. Is just it doesn't crazy. matter. Yeah, you shouldn't do it. And nobody should do it. Yeah, no, nobody so. should do it. It's between me and you. You know what I'm saying? Ain't got to do nothing with the kids. Yeah. So, yeah, message the baby mom on YouTube. Run the views up on that. All right. Well, thank you for taking the time out to sit down with In The Field Radio. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Thank you, both of you ladies. Of been, course. Been lovely. Thanks. I loved it. It was a pleasure. Keep sending a single so we can get them out to the masses. I got you. I just sent y'all, I sent y'all Shake something, too. Okay, good. I know. I know Lady <laughs> Diva crazy when she hear that. She ready. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Thank you again for having me, though. Welcome back to In the Field Radio. I'm Aaron Boogie here with Miss Lady D. Never heard of her. Now I'm gonna have to check her out. I like Conway. I like I like I mean I like Griselda as a whole, but I like Conway. I like the fact that they're older, so they're breaking the age barrier in hip hop, and they're from Buffalo, New York, so they're not from New York City. And they're the first ones to make it out of Buffalo. That's that's big deal. Mm -hmm. Speaking of uh, New York hip hop, happy 18th anniversary to get Richard Die Trying. Think about, yo, it's so crazy when you think about that came out 18 years ago, right? And where 50 Cent is at now in his life. Like, where would we be without power? Right. He's out here tearing up the TV waves. I mean, he, I think he did a really smooth transmission from streets to rap to acting. And you, don't forget about, like, all the, the business deals and stuff that he's done in between. And he had the the vitamin water deal. Yeah. Shout out to you, 50 Cent. We salute you. Ew. Yeah, but I don't know what it is. It's a secret. And I'd be trying to catch Ty off guard. Like, I'll be like, he'll be like asleep. And I'll be like, yo, he'll be like, what? And I'll be like, what are we doing for Valentine's Day? 
Well, so like, yeah, like, cause like the whole thing was, is we were, we were going to go out to dinner to our favorite restaurant. And then one day he texted me and was like, I don't really feel like doing that. And I was like, okay, yeah, I respect that. We'll figure something else out. So then he came home and was like, um, you know, I got some stuff planned for Valentine's day. And I was like, well, what is it? And he was like, I'm not going to tell you. And I'm not good with surprises like that. So now I've spent the last like probably a good solid week trying to catch him off guard, asking him what we're doing and he will not give it up. Yeah, I'm annoying. Are you going to send him roses? Really? You guys don't do anything? Yo, I felt bad last year because I got Ty some like Sour Patch Kids and a teddy bear and he got me a Movado watch and roses. I was like, I fell short in the game. <laughs> no, that's what you got for Valentine's Day. Oh. And everything shut down. Oh, you would know, I promise. <laughs> well, you know what, though? Like, breaking the trend, you guys could do something different this year. And plan something romantic. Yeah. Tell him that you need to open lines of communication. <laughs> no and you know what yeah no and you but you know what there's no harm in like discussing it together it doesn't have to be a surprise like it could be as simple as this is where our favorite restaurant is let's go out you know what i mean like just get dressed up and just go be with each other I did an article today for Bowler Alert for uh, like the top five things to do during COVID-19. So like if you can't go out, like, you know, you could take a bubble bath together. You could um, write each other a love letter and then read them out loud. You could, you know, cook dinner for each other. Or if you're not the best at cooking, you could um, get takeout from your favorite restaurant and have like a candlelit dinner at home. Like you could do, you know, a movie marathon. Um, you could do a, a couple's game night. Like there's like a lot of things that you could do that don't necessarily involve like going out or fancy or it's just basically like you could set that day aside to spend on each other. You know what I mean? 
Yeah. Ooh, that's good though. Yeah. Oh no. Oh no. That's so bad. That's yeah, that's good. You're like abort, abort. Pivot, replan. So speaking of Valentine's Day pranks, I mean what ended up happening is that I posted way too quickly and some girl that hung out with and I went to school with came out every day at lunch. She, you know, wanted to like hang out. So we just kept going. So I that's what I thought about. <laughs> Deb's out here pulling chicks. That is funny. Interesting plot twist. You're like, is this a date? Yes. Do I bring flowers? Right. I paused the record. I'm like, I don't know if this is a, a date or not. You're like, I don't know how to act right now. Yeah. And I didn't even tell him I was going to meet her because he's probably thinking. So he won't know till this episode airs. <laughs> <Essentially>. <laughs> Oh, people are weird out here. How long have you guys been together? Wow. Whew. Yeah. So then you were feeling confused. I was really confused. So you left feeling confused. Yeah, because then she was inviting me to this thing in Connecticut, like this is the whole theme park. And I'm like, wait, what? Like, what is happening here? So I don't know. Well, hopefully she's listening and she'll hit your DM and let you know. Or do she got digits? I mean, we do know each other's numbers. I mean, I didn't mind her being a runner and everything. Yeah. I didn't mind her 
Yeah. Just so y'all know, Deb trying to find a girlfriend. To be continued. Now you're going to have to give us updates. Yes. (laughs) All right. Well, that's all the time we have for this evening. Um, Thank you to Wavy Wild Boy for sitting down with us. We got Pony Capri up next. Her new single, Drippers and Schemers, is out everywhere. Check that out before we play it next week um check us out in the field radio.com all across social media in the field radio what else we got going on contributors in any way we're down collaboration over competition always definitely hit us up info at in the field radio.com yes me too Have a good night, everyone, and we'll catch you next week. In the Field Radio, 91.3 FM, WVKR, Poughkeepsie Independent Radio.